disclaimer. This podcast features explicit language and discussions sexual in nature. It may contain subjects uncomfortable to some. Please understand that the opinions shared on this podcast are not a representation of any organization or employer the host may be a part of. So something that's really cool that I did uh, in the past week is I went and saw the Spider-Man movie, the new Spider-Man movie, the intro to the Spider-Verse or into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. How was that? I liked it. Oh, don't tell me anymore. It is very sad because um, Spider-Gwen dies. To death? Yeah, she dies to death. You did not just... And Peter Parker also dies. Peter Parker picked a peck of pickled peppers. <laughs> I swear if that actually happens in a movie, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> One person does have a Spider-Man costume on. Oh. What do you mean? Like he's wearing the Spider-Man costume. So there's like a bad guy. He's like running around just like bah, 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 doing shit. Uh... So that's just Gwen's fate. She's just, she has to die. Mm. I didn't really think about that. No, because think about it. Gwen yeah. Gwen usually does die. Yeah, very sad. I think one of my top two saddest Spider-Man movie moments ever, Gwen Stacy dying. Mm. Oh, wait, from an amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty sad. Ooh, that mm-hmm. was tough. That was yeah. tough to get through. She got her back snapped in half, basically. Stay with me. Stay with me. Literally, Spider-Man kills her by trying to save her. I mean, she was going to die anyway. She was, yeah. she was headed for the concrete pretty fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, anyways, in other news, I tried uh, Starbucks's like, new <laughs> coffee because they were handing out free samples of it at Starbucks. New, new coffee? coffee? New coffee. What's it called? Aliato? Infuse Pratana olive oil into Starbucks coffee. Bravissimo. Oh, speaking Maybe of coffee, yeah. don't forget to donate to us on Kofi for a cup a of coffee. Coffee on Kofi. Please. We're thirsty. Very thirsty. It How to taste? Has, I liked it a lot. I did not get the iced version. I got the warm version. Typically, I'm an iced coffee guy, but they're only handing out samples of the, like, the warmed version, but I liked it a lot. However... I'm going to warn everyone. Mm. Hmm. It has olive oil in it. The character from Popeye? Yeah, olive oil. Is her full name olive oil? I think so. Or is it just olive? I thought it was olive oil. Mm. I think think it was olive oil. I'm not sure. Because you have spinach, you have olive oil, and burgers. How was that? Again, I liked it a lot. However... I have questions of if I were, because, you know, I got like a tiny cup of it. They're like, do you want to try some free coffee? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Free. That's all you have to say. Free coffee. Free coffee. Thank you, stranger in downtown Seattle. <laughs> Wait. Uh, she wasn't even wearing a Starbucks uniform. Oh, shit. Are you sure that was coffee? No, I'm kidding. Are you sure that was yeah. olive oil? Yeah, so it was. It was. But, um. I'm just concerned about, like, consuming a lot of, like, espresso mixed with olive oil. I'm not really sure what that's going to do to, like, one system internally. 
you know? I, I mm-hmm. can only imagine it wouldn't be healthy. But it is actually supposed to be healthy. So they're supposed they're trying to like reduce the amount of creamer, which is like sweet sugary goodness in your coffee and replace it with olive oil. So it's supposed to be a healthy substitute. I'm just worried about like another like bathroom target episode, which <laughs> those of you that are fans of the podcast know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but with coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're just covering all the morning beverages, aren't you? I'm target. just, I'm just, I'm, it's just, it's weird drinking olive oil, you know, just, yeah. but it was good. Yeah. Also, it was free. I mean, I'm always willing to try something if it's free. I like free stuff. Yeah. Like those guys, I like hand out the free CDs on the like street. I always take those. Those are so good. I always seem to get a virus on my computer afterwards, but I don't think that's related. Speaking of which. They don't know, but we got we went to Snohomish Pride, and uh, we're back now. I mean, they do know. I mean, they do know, but okay. So let me read restate you, that. If you don't know, means you aren't watching, and if you're not watching, you have to go sit in the corner. But yeah, we uh, Snohomish Pride Parade. How'd you feel about that? It was so. It was great. It was a lot of like, hurry up! You have to be here by this time. And then you're going to, like, stand in the sun for, like, three hours not moving. <laughs> Bake for a little bit. Oh, but yeah. Waiting for that parade to start up was... Ooh, yeah. That was a long waiting game. But we got to see a protester get arrested. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, he slapped an umbrella out of somebody's hand. I also heard that because, you know, he did have, like, a loudspeaker attached to him, if you remember. Yeah. So the security and police told him that he was not permitted to use his loudspeaker. Oh, okay. And then he, like, repeatedly kept trying to use it. Oh. And then a family got upset because he evidently was using profanity at, like, a family with children. Oh, wow. And they're like, stop. Um, and then supposedly, and this is all like, I'm not reading official police reports. This is just what I was told. Supposedly he like chest bumped a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He was getting very, uh, primitive there. He's getting like really aggressive. Um, I think we finally got to see like the last straw where he like knocked someone's pride, um, umbrella out of their hand and then got arrested. Yeah. It sounded like he was escalating. It was escalating. I, it almost seems like to me like he was trying to get arrested. It'd be like a martyr. Like, yeah, I got arrested. Either either way, he was there not to be heard. He wanted to fight with somebody about something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thankfully, there wasn't like... It didn't seem like there was an abundant amount of people being there trying to protest against our... Our parade or, or just, just us having – it's literally just have us celebrating us and having a good time. I think I think it was, like, speckled around, and I think, like, we very much stayed kind of, like, in the epicenter of gayness. So we, like, <laughs> didn't see a whole lot. But I know uh, mm. one of my friends that did go, she said um, a truck full of, like, guys pulled up next to her and started yelling at her to, like, she should go kill herself and – Oh my goodness. We should all die and f- you mm. kind of thing. Trigger warning. Yeah. Um, mm. Usually a trigger warning comes before that. 
Yeah, yeah, you do that before. Well, it's like Doctor Strange. You know, Doctor Strange said, like, why is the warning at the end of the book? Yeah. Um, but, no, so she she said that, you know, she almost, like, turned around just went home, but she, like, kind of, like, took a deep breath, like, reported them to the police, and then continued to just stay out and have a good time, so. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't ruin anyone's time. It's just people being stupid and ignorant. Yeah. When I hear when someone does that to me, it just reminds me of an immature person just trolling online <laughs> in online games. Yeah, I don't probably the same person actually. I don't really get it. Um, so like the the protester that got arrested, obviously he had like the religious sign, and I I did hear him saying that we were all gonna burn in a lake of fire. Um, <laughs> just like news flash out there for everyone. If you approach a situation like that and your goal is to try to convert people to your religion, that approach is never going to work. Like, no one's going <laughs> to be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sign me up. So, let, let's go to your church. <laughs> I don't know. But I think the majority of people's response to him was actually really surprising. So you had the religious person that was spewing hate, just pure hate. And then the whole parade was, like, clapping and cheering and chanting, like, we love you. Yes. I, th- I was like, it should be the other way around, right? I thought, like, the the religious people were supposed to say, like, oh, we love you. Yeah, I know, I right? Like, what? I don't know. We're <laughs> Yeah. Love thy neighbor, right? Isn't that in the Bible? Wait, no. It's hate thy neighbor. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm not well studied in it, so I wouldn't know. No, I'm not either. But yeah, he came there to save us from... What was it again? Diabetes from all the free candy. Yeah, there was a we did give a lot of free candy. We had good candy too. Yeah, <laughs> they they should have made signs about like too much candy. <laughs> Do you want to keep your feet? If so, change your ways. Don't eat candy. Don't eat candy. <laughs> oh, so much man. candy. Yeah, we did pass out some good candy, but yeah, I I, I didn't see I like. Oh, no, I actually did get nervous when I did see the guy with the, like, he was wearing a cowboy hat and some shades, and he had a bulletproof vest on under his shirt. You remember seeing him? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, yeah I saw Is him. that necessary? Well, to be fair, we do not know it was bulletproof. I think it was more like tinfoil to keep, like, the rainbows from penetrating him. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. If he, did, if he wasn't wearing that protective armor and gear, he would have definitely, it would the the parade would have turned him gay. Oh yeah, like guaranteed. The yeah. shades, the cowboy hat, the mil- the combat boots, all necessary. Oh, he was he was trying to like protect his masculinity right there. Very much so. Very much mm-hmm. so. I'm just curious how much this experience that we had contrasts with other places. You know, like we we witnessed a protester get arrested and carried off. You know. Um, whereas some areas completely canceled pride altogether because yeah. you know, they were afraid of too much hate mongers showing up. And violence. Yeah. yeah. It just makes me wonder what Seattle Pride's going to be about. And by the way, we might be at Seattle Pride. <laughs> might be. Oh, we're going to go. Oh, we're going. It's going to be a great party. It's going to be a good party. I'm excited. I'm going to drink so much water at that party. Are you wearing your fishnets this time? I don't know. Sunscreen. That's all I got to say. Complain about tan lines, but you know, sunscreen. Oddly, I'm not, like, super worried about the tan line. <laughs> it's, it's, like, more so just 
wearing fishnets. I don't know. I've never done it before. Yeah. Yeah. Like we said before, if you wear fishnets and booty shorts, expect to be flirted with by men. But if I wear a collar, though, people will know that I'm already owned and then they won't approach mm, me. Uh, <laughs> maybe. I'm kidding. Some might get confused and be like, oh, you want me to leash you then? <laughs> mm. Yeah, I could see the confusion. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what I'm going to wear. I mean, I'll wear a collar. Well, you know what we're going to be wearing for our shirts, right? Yes, we are going to be wearing our new sponsor T-shirts. The ones I made. Actually, we're getting new ones because our new sponsor is Puppin' Suds. What? Puppin' Suds? Puppin' Suds. Really? What's that? That was like a Blink. Um, no, not Blink. Brink? Disney movie reference. Oh. I've, did you guys see that movie? The It's mm-hmm. like mid-90s. It's a movie about rollerblading, but it's kind of like the whole skate culture mentality. No, I haven't seen that. The mid-90s. Oh, it's like so... Wait, do we don't have a sponsor? We don't have a sponsor. Not yet, but um, I'm going to start applying <coughs> for some sponsors so that we can at least like cover the cost of our podcast. You know what's crazy about that parade? Is when they announced us, before they announced us, they said that there was, what, 2.5 billion people online watching us? Yeah, what was that about? What was that about? Was that a joke? Did they say where? Did you ever find that out? It's supposed to be like from their website, but I'm not too sure about that. Their their rig at least seemed very official, so maybe uh, somebody was there capturing video. Yeah. So we need to find out where it is and how we get it. Who? Yeah. Who was that? That was doing that. They had a really good setup. Yeah, I will say, not super organized. That was kind of chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're trying to wait for everyone to get together. It's usually a weekend. Not everyone's going to be, like, you know, up and at them like that, you know. Yeah. This was also their first event. So oh, I'm yeah, sure, that's true. I'm yeah. sure they're taking notes for next year and how to make it more fluid. For their first know? event, yeah. though. Good. It was good. Yeah. I, I'm impressed. They had a lot of vendors. Uh, they had activities for younger people to do. Like, they had, like, rock painting and all kinds of fun stuff. You didn't even see that area, did you? That was like the front little grassy uh, area right by the library. I think I saw the rocks, and I was just like, you know, just rocks aren't my thing, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. even, even in Pokemon, like, the whole Brock thing, I was like, okay, cool. You're rock, cool. Yeah. Brock, mm-hmm. rock. Come on now. That's just, like, lazy writing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because he's the rock-type gym leader, you know? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had to explain it. I love Brock. No, but it was uh, I liked it. It was a good time. Yeah, I I would like. I guess some. If I had to give some feedback, I would say those of us that are in like the adult realm, maybe not sandwich them in between like a church group and a preschool. And that's yeah, some, that's something I did point out to them. I was like, hey, um, you know, we talked about like walking with somebody else. Um, yeah. They're like, no, like this is this is the list. I'm like, well, we're like a like I literally was like, we're a BDSM podcast, uh, in between like a church group and a preschool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Can someone put a little bit of thought into this? 
Yeah. It's a little bit. They're like, this is this is the list. Sorry, we can't change yeah. the list. I was like, okay, <laughs> it just might be a little awkward. Yeah, that but was it was fine. It was it was yeah. it wasn't that bad. Anyways, uh, talking about Brock, he was the the pervy one on Pokemon, right? Oh, He's the he one that just wanted to, he wanted to bang Nurse Myth. Joy. How could anything be terrible when it's what brought me to you? Huh? Okay, you're all wet, Brock. And he wanted to bang Officer Op- Jenny. Yeah, he wasn't interested in Misty. He wanted the older women. Jenny reporting. Is this where the theft occurred? If you mean you're stealing away my heart, then yes. All right. It's more like your brain's been stolen. He's really into uh, Professor Oak. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> I was like, was that like a later season? <laughs> no. Stop. Yeah, they're really progressive now. <laughs> yeah, I just stopped watching after like season forty two. When when Jesse when James dressed up as a woman, he was really in a well actually wasn't he? Uh didn't he? So the clip that I remember seeing, James Did? had legit boobs in Wait, one didn't of th- Brock fall for him? Like wasn't that a thing in that Ooh, episode? Research. Uh, oh yeah. The <laughs> like, the only thing that's coming up is like quote. Brock being a simp for six minutes and 35 seconds. I, I mean, can't see for like Brock falling in love with uh, James. Well, yeah, we'd have to watch the entire James episode, which we totally have time for right now. Let's watch it live. No, <laughs> we'll do it live. I don't think. Why are we talking about James titties? I don't know. I don't know. I personally, I think for really Jesse. I always had a thing for like female villains. Uh, That's true. Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy, Catwoman. Well, Batman. obviously, Catwoman. We know why. <laughs> and you do too. Don't go watch the movie. <laughs> or literally anything with Catwoman. Just, just go to Amazon and look up a Catwoman Halloween costume. Just Google Catwoman latex. Harley Quinn? Harley Quinn, definitely, yeah. Ooh, Harley yeah. Quinn was... But uh, we're getting sidetracked again. Yeah. yeah, what were we talking about? We we're talking about the Snowhoman's Pride. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think um, the amount of people that showed up was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. The amount of security they had, phenomenal. Uh, the activities that they had, wow. A lot of great things. A lot of great things. What was your favorite part? I guess just like the support. Right, so just like walking down like downtown Snohomish and just seeing like everyone like cheering and happy and yeah, that was like entire families are there with like children and you know it's yeah very warm and welcoming environment. Yeah, that's what I really liked. Everyone was just hi, happy to have you here. Yeah, so it's yeah. like what like five angry people and then like. 600 happy joyful people yeah (laughs) yeah it just felt like everyone was getting together it felt like celebrating a holiday you know yeah everyone was just buying cool little knickknacks you know coloring rocks there was like uh, a a bus there with um books that um like if you had kids, you could go up there and get um and buy books and stuff, which was really cool. Not just for children. I've seen that bus at like several different. Are locations. you kidding me? Yeah, it's oh so epic. Oh my god, I should have went uh, on there. Uh, I think last time I saw them, they were at Oktoberfest. 
Really? Oh, so they do books. have they have yeah. books for all ages. Oh yeah. I mean, maybe they might be at Seattle Pride. They may have had They probably will. They may have had uh the new book that I'm actually going to get soon, which is Page Boy. Oh yeah. Elliot Page came out with a new book. I'm a huge supporter of Elliot Page. Yeah. He's a great great actor. So back to what I was talking about. What? Which was the fact that Seattle Pride is going to be different. Yeah. It's going to be different from what we experienced at Snohomish. Yeah, I've heard it's a little bit more adult. Yes. Yeah. People people have told me, like, Jay, if you don't at least wear booty shorts, they're probably not going to let you near the parade. Those were <laughs> the exact words. If you don't at least wear booty shorts. Oh, like, what, if you look like a, a cis straight guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to spice it up yeah. to get close to the parade. They're like, you got to wear like fishnet, like maybe a fishnet top, a collar, maybe some like nipple clamps. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's like an access badge at that point. Yeah. They're, They're like, like, well, oh. hold up, hold up. You look a little straight. So I will say I have already seen quite a bit of LGBT community members making like YouTube videos saying that, you know, kink and BDSM. They do not belong in pride parades. And then like them showing like clips and then being like, shouldn't be welcomed. This is disgusting. La 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 la. But I would say it's not so much of a kink and BDSM thing. It's more like a um public indecency thing. Yeah. Cause you can you don't have to be kink and BDSM to you know, be naked and like the guy that you said uh, the last episode, like wearing like a bow around his like, like, yeah. Um, this also happened in Vancouver though. So like, I don't, I don't know Canada law. I barely know American law. So <laughs> like it might be, it may be allowed there. I don't know. Yeah. But, but I, I think my point is like, people like to specifically target the kink community and like, yeah. this is disgusting. Like, no, it shouldn't be allowed. Like, you know, keep that in the bedroom and stuff. And I'm like, your your issue is not with kinky kink. people. It's like with you seeing adult stuff in the street, yeah. which is not just kink. They're not focusing on the fact that these are people exposing themselves in public, right? You know, like at a public event, you honestly, with breasts, I, I think that I have a personal opinion on that matter. Like, I think breasts should be free and open for everyone to see. Well, obviously, everyone has their own opinion. And currently, in a lot of places, that is a private area. So, if you're out in public at a public event, that shouldn't be exposed, you know? And if it is, that's just someone doing indecent exposure. And that's how it should be treated. It shouldn't be like, oh, the gay community, oh, that's all they do. They like to get naked at their pride parades. You know, the kink community, they just like to display their kink no matter what. doesn't matter who's around. No, those people are being indecent. And um, there is places and events where you can, you know, display that in the at the event. But there's places and events for that. Yeah. And when you're coming to a very public event where news companies might be there, families, children's, you, or children, children's, <laughs> funny. Um, they, you can't be, you can't be doing that. Yeah. Even if no matter how pr proud you are of your nude body, 
it doesn't matter because it's not appropriate. And that is that is the and like I said, that is the problem is people are focusing more on the group instead of that person just doing something inappropriate. Yeah, individual people breaking the rules. Yeah. 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 And I think um like for me, when it's like, oh, you should be like because I'm gonna try to play like the devil's advocate here, like, oh, you should be like you should have pride for like the BDSM community. You should go out into the streets and you should show that. Yes. Okay. Maybe I'll wear a collar. Maybe like I'll fly like, you know, the, the leather flag. Exactly. Behind me. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be like crawling around like on my hands and knees and getting like whipped in like the middle of the streets. Yeah. And if you want to do that, there's literally events where you can go do that. Yeah. And there's going to be only adults there. Yeah. And this is things that we need to, as a community, all of us, BDSM community, the gay community, we need to be aware of because now our events are more in the public eye. And that's the change here is that news companies, a lot of major companies like Bud Light, you know, all these, you know, um, brands are coming out to these events, bringing cameras. And the more cameras, the more social media exposure, the more young people young minds can see this consume this and it's and then like i said it becomes where at an event you can't you can no longer be nude you can no longer do these kinky like such kinky things you need to keep it pg-13 because everyone is seeing this now it's no longer just our community just adults are seeing this you know yeah everyone wants to celebrate people are proud to be gay from all ages, all everywhere. So it's it's up to the individual to, you know, be responsible and, and abide by those rules. That way our community as a whole doesn't get hurt. You know? Yeah. I have nothing against nudity at all. I just I just think there's there's an appropriate space for that. Time and a place. There's a time and a place for that. A, a lot of people at Pride are there to be, they just want to exist in a public space that's praising them, I think, you know? Yeah. And somewhere where you can go where you could be proud to be who you are. And not everybody's there to, like, expose themselves and, you know, try to hook up with everybody. And, yeah, that's a whole other topic i guess yeah some people just want to be like little cat girls and just play around with some catnip and that's okay and then that then that's totally okay that is actually there's got no plenty nudity. of catnip <coughs> there's no nudity in that something I mean, inappropriate about that there can be so many inappropriate things cat girls can do like lap up milk from a bowl so jay yeah Snohomish was your first Pride event, like we were saying. What do you think? What are you, what are you expecting to see at this uh, Seattle one? I know you mentioned how you're going to have to wear booty shorts to enter into the parade. How, <laughs> what else are you feeling about this? Like, um, Are you feeling like it's going to be as wild as everyone says it is? Yeah, so like right now in my head, I'm picturing like Burning Man but running through the streets with more rainbows. Mm. Wait, what's Burning Man again? 
<laughs> yeah, we never went to Burning Man. Wait, she's yeah. kidding, right? But you know what it is, though. No, I don't actually. Is that the the festival like out in the desert where everyone does like? Is that the thing where they poured bees all over Nicolas Cage? <gasps> what, what is that? What is that? What is it? Oh no! Not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Out of my eyes! My eyes! Ah! <laughs> That's the wicker man. Oh. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> somewhat ashamed to know like that reference. That Why? Nicholas Cage is a hero. He, I, he was really great in that movie, but it's. So wicker man and burning man are two different things. No, but wicker man can be set on fire really easily. So they're the same thing. No. So burning man is that. Okay. I think I know what it is. It's where they do psychedelics in the desert and. A lot of people, um, they f- Nicolas Cage wasn't on psychedelics when they poured bees all over his face. That wasn't Burning Man. You're really focused on the Nicolas Cage movie. I love no. Nicolas Cage. Burning Man is where um, he like steals like an airplane and he's trying to get to his kid in time for Christmas. Is that the one with the bunny? Yeah. Put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> oh my god. My favorite one was when he swapped faces with John Travolta. Mm, yeah. It had a little face off there. Uh, apparently there's a version of that movie where they used AI to give both of them Nicolas Cage's face. I really want to watch that. Nice. Yes. Finally AI so- for something good. Sounds like a nightmare. I mean, I'd watch it. Oh, wait, did you say they're both Nicolas Cage's face? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought you said they're both John Travolta's face. I was like, oh, that's a nightmare. So, it is Pride Month. If anyone out there is questioning, am I trans? Or maybe I am trans. What advice could you give them right now? First off, you need to do research. Um, look up YouTubers, podcasts that have trans people in it. Try to relate to them. If you have things that relate to them, that's that's a good start. I mean, yeah, anytime someone approaches me and says, hey, I'm, I'm questioning, you know, I'm, what should I do? Where should I go? First, I list like a bunch of re- resources that they can find on the internet, but um, ultimately, I try to advise that they talk to somebody that's a professional that can handle that topic and help them navigate in their own mind, like what that means for them. Cause like I've said before, everybody's different. Being Mm -hmm. trans means something different to most people. So that's, that's really between them and their therapist, you know, to try to figure that out. YouTubers, podcasts, um, just, I mean, we were talking earlier, uh, Elliot Page writing a whole memoir on his life, so books. It's just, there's a lot of resources um, that can be had nowadays. To More help than you. ever. Yeah. You just Google, <laughs> I think I'm trans, and there should be stuff there for you, you know? It was... um. I was sitting in a conference this week, this past week, 
I kind of like took a picture of like some like a little infographic here. Um, so members of the LGBTQIA plus community are 2.5 times more likely to experience depression, anxiety, and substance abuse, and are four times more likely um, to attempt suicide. And I think for a lot of us, it's not needed, right? Because you should reach out. You should try to talk to somebody. So, for instance, last month was mental health awareness. Mm -hmm. And I know this does not apply to everyone out there. Um, but I kind of looked into my uh, employer and they offer through my employer 12 free therapy sessions every year free. And then I looked at my insurance and my insurance after those 12 free sessions, it would only be like $20 per session to continue seeing the therapist. And I know, you know, well, you're in Washington state, like mental health is like very, you know, it's valued a lot higher out here. Uh, but I would say like there are resources out there that people just don't know about. Oh yeah. I totally agree with you. And I think a lot of times it might be a stigmatism of like wanting to go talk to somebody, right? Like none of us, we, we don't want to feel weak or like something is wrong with us. Well, and also some of us just have trust issues. Like I've been, when I was younger, I had therapists that uh, told me my gay thoughts and stuff were wrong and that they were bad for me and stuff like that. And like when you have experiences that like that, when you're young, you don't want to ever see a therapist again, even though that therapist wasn't the right one for you. When you're finding a therapist, it's like, it's kind of like I, I see it as like shopping for car insurance. You're looking for the right fit for you. Not every therapist is the right fit for you. It's, it's, um, you're looking for the one that has the best costs. Um, you're looking for the one that gives you the greatest benefits, the greatest tools to help you with whatever you're going through. Um, and that's something I learned over time is that you don't just call a therapist and you stick with them. You, you shop for a therapist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can also kind of do a little bit of research into that person and see if they're like an ally, for instance, and if yep. they're like kink friendly um and then you can also just kind of probe right so mm -hmm. oh yeah like um for instance when i saw that i had 12 <laughs> free therapy sessions i was like well it i'm gonna use it um and i kind of like threw something like bdsm i did some research on the person first and then i threw something bdsm out there and she was kind of like oh well there's nothing wrong with like bdsm as long as it's like safe sane and consensual um, you know, that, you know, it's perfectly normal and fine. And I was like, oh, we're going to get along. Okay. <laughs> okay. Exactly. But yeah, but I think, um, you know, if she would have been like, oh yeah, like we need to talk about BDSM, like maybe dig into that a little bit deeper and try to figure out like what's wrong with you or something, I'd be like, next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th I think that's a common misconception with therapy is that, uh, you have the choice to pick your therapist. Like you don't have to let that be picked for you because it's for your mental health and your well-being. And who better to know like about you than you, you know, like um, you know who like the people you like, you know 
how you want to be talked to and how you want your problems handled, then find that person that does it that way. Because therapy is good for everyone. Everyone should have a therapist. I will also say that, you know, don't just always agree with your therapist, like kind of like reflect and see like, does that, is that actually true? Like, does that resonate with me? Because whenever like previously in therapy, if someone said something like, Oh, like, do you think it's uh blah, blah, blah. And it's either like an instant, like, Oh shit, you are right. Yep. Or it's kind of like a, uh, you know, I'm not really sure about that. Well, I think some people go to a therapist and they're like, I don't know, tell me what to do. Mm. And the therapist, like, that's not my job. Yeah, I can give you advice on what I think you should do. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Even if you're using therapy as just like venting, it's healthy. Yeah. It's healthy to have someone that's not in your life at all. To listen to your problems because they can give you an unbiased opinion. They can be like, hey, you know, you're kind of being a little ridiculous. Or they can be like, no, you, you, I I agree with you totally. You know, like you're not being ridiculous. You should be asking for this and that. You know, it therapy is great. It's just healing. And I'm not saying, and and that's another misconception is that once you get therapists, you have to see them all the time, all the time. You can go for a couple of sessions, take a break. Go back for a couple more sessions. Take another break. That's their profession. They're going to be there. So Therapy. Yeah. Therapy. We advocate for therapy. Brought to you by therapy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, for uh, as far as like people thinking that they're trans and coming out, I know whenever I was questioning that, I started talking to trans people interacting with more um, trans women because I, I thought I was a trans woman um, and watching um, a lot because back then we didn't have you couldn't just Google I'm trans what do I do like this was like 10 years ago 12 years ago um, so we had to find other people back then we had YouTube YouTube definitely had a lot of trans creators and I consumed a lot of YouTube and I just went into a deep dive as we say into trans creators and YouTube, they all had things that related to me, you know, as far as like questioning whether or not I wanted to be a guy, you know, it's just when you find people that you can connect with, you're, it's like, holy crap, I'm not weird. I'm not the only one. You don't feel like it's some kind of weird alien or something. And after that, I've not, that's where I went to find therapy. Yes. I wanted to confirm what I found. Yeah. It's nice to know that other people like you in the world exist. It's feels a little less alone. Yeah. <laughs> therapy can be intimidating. It was for me. So that's why I went for YouTube creators and watching other trans women that are in the public eye and seeing it, trying to compare my life to theirs. And then from there you can go like, well, you know, I think I'm trans. I need a therapist. It's baby steps. Don't just pop the hormones in your mouth right away. The egg days. Yeah, we call them eggs. Mm. I remember being an egg. Me too. But yeah, I think um, I think in general, people there's a huge like stigmatism against like mental health. Um, I know, like I was raised. That, you think? Oh yeah, I know. 
But I was definitely raised that, like, men, we do not talk about our feelings. Like, it's more acceptable to go and, like, drink it away and bury it deep inside. But, like, you should never show weakness and you should never, like, talk about your feelings. Like, but it's just not healthy, you know. And I, I think society is changing, but it does start with us. I think, like, the more people that... Like, and also be open about it. Like, hey, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm going to therapy. Yeah. And, you know, people might be like, what? You? Why? Like, how does that work? You know, you kind of like open up like other people's eyes to, hey, like therapy is not bad. Yeah. You don't have to be, there's not have to be an issue with you. Yeah. I like, (laughs) that's so funny that that's where we're at with therapy and this social stigmatism around it that. When you say you're having th- you're going to a therapist, people are like, "What's wrong?" There could be literally nothing wrong, and you see a therapist. Mm-hmm. Just a vent about your daily life stress, which is completely healthy. And I have contemplated doing it many of times because you don't want to dump all your stress and venting feeling vented feelings on a friend. They don't want to hear that, and if they are, you're gonna hear theirs in return. <laughs> I mean, sometimes your friend wants to hear. Yeah, that's true. But Maybe not all the time. Good friends. No one will <laughs> No one will listen. No yeah, Jay keeps there. trying to talk about his problems to me, and I just yeah, we I just, don't have time. We're just like, go see a therapist. No. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for Seattle Prime. Yeah. Same. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, do some live streaming out there. I don't know. What should I wear? I don't know. We literally had like half of an episode talking about what we're gonna wear to the last one. I don't know what I'm gonna wear. Like obviously, you know, the Snohomish one. Yeah. I wore like regular human people clothes. I don't want to like go straight up like lingerie or anything, but I want to like I want to wear something a little spicy and fun. We're wearing a natural some t-shirts, that's for sure. We are? Again? Yeah. Okay. Do you still have yours? I you do. Didn't. I oh. thought we were supposed to, I thought they were disposable. I, like, signed mine and gave them to a fan in the crowd. No, you didn't. Yeah, with the candy. Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> they bought it for a lot of money. <laughs> Two dollars. Two entire dollars. Two entire dollars. Whoa. I'm actually wearing... Oh, yeah, that's right. You are wearing the one you made. Yeah. Looks good on you. Thank you. It doesn't say unnatural sum on it yet. Oh. I have the letters downstairs, so all I have to do is iron them on. Wow. Wow. They could be all crooked. Yeah, so um, thanks for sticking around. We were just talking about pride topics. Be sure to check down in the comments for... Our links where you can buy us a coffee from Kofi and also contribute to our Patreon, join our Discord server, and so much more. I'm Jay Wheeler, and don't ever forget, be yourself. Also, don't forget to follow us on all our socials. It's your girl Jenny Bangs, and I'm signing off. I'm Nikki Sapphire. Thanks for stopping by.